It's great to have you with us from wherever you're tuning in from. For more information about Elevate Church or to contact us, head to our website elevatechurch.me and take us wherever you go by downloading our Elevate Church AU app. We hope this message inspires and helps you to take your next steps in your journey. Well, good morning. Great to have you here this morning. And uh, it is the first Sunday of a brand new month. And what we like to do beginning of each month is celebrate what God's been doing through our digital platforms beyond our four walls and beyond our city. Uh, Our mission as a church, we say, is to reach people and build people. Very simply stated, not easy, but it's worth it. And uh, we have three front-facing avenues. It's not the only three things we do to achieve our mission. How about we throw that up there? We got that, Gavin. Um, And uh, clickety-clack. Multitasking, Jesus, there's famous last words coming from a man. Um, so we have our live experience. That's what we're doing now. Fantastic. Thankfully, if you're not in the Perth metro area, you don't have to be cropped out. We also have our online experience and then our podcast. A little fun fact is that we get contacted a lot from church leaders, particularly in developing countries and particularly throughout Asia and Africa. And they're contacting us, wanting resources, wanting to sort of partner up. They found us through various avenues, whatever it happens to be. And uh, what we are doing is saying to them, well, the first things you can do that you can access from where you are is our online experience and our podcast and they're looking for teaching and they're looking for things that they can then be inspired and take to their communities as well. So really when we start doing that as well is that starts to multiply our reach, that we're actually influencing church leaders who are then taking things into their community. So that's pretty exciting, right? Yeah, I know. And uh, anyway, we also in our podcast this last month of May, uh, people listening in from 14 countries, and I'll give you the Europe flyover. Last month, we did the Asian countries that joined in from Europe. We had people uh, listening in from Austria, Spain, the UK, Belgium, Germany, and France. So that's pretty exciting. So hey, people joining us today for this message, how about we welcome them to... Our podcast, we're launching a new series today called The Ghost. It's all about the Holy Spirit. Now, look, I'm aware that when it comes to the Holy Spirit in church circles, my observation is there's two extreme mistakes that are easy for a church to make. And I'm saying this as observation, not criticism. Uh, But there's the mistake of running in lane eight. And you, some of you know the churches I'm talking about, not by name, but just stylistically. These are the ones that typically make the headlines when things get a little kooky. And you're like, "Uh." but here's what's interesting to me is that those tend to be the churches over there in lane eight, that get called the Holy Spirit churches. As if to say, there's only a select few and it looks like that. Hopefully one of the things we're gonna learn through this series is actually all churches ought to be characterised by accessing God's Holy Spirit. I'll come back to that. 
So what some other churches have done and some other people have done is they've kind of overcorrected and swung the pendulum and decided, well, we don't want to be making the headlines for those reasons that the Lane 8 churches make. So let's run over here in Lane 1. Because Lane 1, it's safer. Lane 1, you're less exposed. Lane 1, you're less visible. And Lane 1, you're more likely to avoid making the headlines. But I would put it to you that this is also a mistake because whilst you might avoid making the headlines, you also avoid accessing the fullness of God's Holy Spirit, which is vital to effectively follow Jesus. So for us as a church, we want to be characterised as a church that runs in lane four. Okay, see, cropping out the Holy Spirit and hanging out in lane one is like giving a kid a tricycle, but only attaching two wheels. And Junior's like, this doesn't feel fun. And you go, you could go forward, Junior. And Junior's like, ah, ah. one thing's scraping. And he's like, uh, are you sure, Dad? That's not the call. And this is one of the phrases that we use regularly when we talk about what it means to, to run in lane four particularly when it comes to accessing God's Holy Spirit. And that's that we as a church are committed to being wired, not weird, which are all the same letters. You just have to arrange them differently. Be wired, be plugged in, be tapped in 24-7, 365 into God's Holy Spirit and in a way that God designed for His Holy Spirit to be accessed. So what this series is going to be, it's going to be a four-week series throughout the month of June. I'm kind of calling it Holy Spirit 101 because here's probably what's going to happen. Those of us here today, those of us in our online experience, our podcast, some of you, you may have some experience with Lane 8. You might have been raised in a Lane 8 church. You might have a friend that you think is a bit weird that's a part of a Lane 8 church. Some of you might be raised in a lane one church. You got the two wheels on the tricycle, God the Father, God the Son, but let's not get into that Holy Spirit stuff. It's too weird. Um, and then some of you have no exposure, or literally like Holy Spirit, who, what, where? Here's the thing. Here's what I would invite us to do over this four-week journey. As best as you can, just kind of put all of that aside. Because what we're going to do is we're going to actually go to the source and actually find out what God has to say about His Holy Spirit. Minus the excesses and minus some of the cultural layers that have been added on it. Really get back to that. And with the hope that as we individually and corporately learn these things that we will be more effective running in lane four and that when people talk about you and people talk about us they would say elevate church yeah you're that holy spirit church and we would say uh actually no we're god the father and god the son and god the holy spirit and we and we kind of try to do our best never perfectly to do that well. And this, the person of God's Holy Spirit is not a marginal topic. In fact, he's referenced over 800 times 
in the Bible. In fact, makes his first appearance in the second verse. You open up your Bible, you go to Genesis, it's the thing, which it's the beginning of the Bible, which starts with the words, in some translations, in the beginning. I'll give you a different translation, but the same idea. First, this, God created the heavens and earth, all you see and all you don't see. But earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, sounds like he's describing a teenager's bedroom, an inky blackness. Verse 2, God's spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. God's Holy Spirit was both present before creation and actively involved in creation. And He remains actively involved in the world today. And we want Him to be more actively involved in our lives individually and our lives corporately. Okay, if you've got your smartphone and scan this flow code. It's going to take you to John chapter 14. I'm going to drop us into the New Living Translation. And this is Jesus. Jesus was gathered with His closest disciples and He's telling them, uh, listen, I'm about to go. I'm going to go return to my Father's house. But don't worry, because I'm going to go and prepare, like in my Father's house, as many rooms. And I'm going to prepare one for each of you. And then I'm going to come back. I'm going to get you. And you get to move into that room and live with my Father and myself and God's Holy Spirit forever. He then said, just just in case you're wondering how to get there, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. So that's, that's how he's setting up what he's about to say because He then promises them an upgrade. This is Jesus, by the way. If you think you already have the ultimate upgrade, like with Jesus, Jesus actually then promises an upgrade. Now, here's the thing about upgrades. Most of us, I'm thinking, when, when you hear the word upgrade, you think about upgrades, we tend to think of air travel. And uh, for the record, I have never once paid for anything above an economy ticket. Though there was a five-year window in my life where I was traveling a lot and I was traveling all with the same partner airline group and uh, they have like a, a watch list, but it's like the good sort of watch list for air travelers. It's like the up and coming people. They're like, oh, this guy's flying a lot. He must be on his way to take over from Andrew Forrest or something. We don't know, but let's look after him. He's spending a lot of economy ticket money with us. And so, look, I only ever, up to this point in my life, boarded the plane and turned right. All of a sudden, because just to the left, some of you know what I'm talking about, is a curtain. And I've never seen what goes on on the other side of that curtain. All of a sudden, I was getting this. I was getting called by my name, not Mark, no, Mr. Pomery. I was only ever used to getting called, hey, sit down, we're about to take off. Oh, sorry. They serve you drinks before you take off. You don't even have to ask for it. They come and ask you if you want a drink. And guess what? They're served in glass glasses. They give you a warm face cloth, at least pre-COVID. I don't know. Maybe they give you two now. I don't know. It's been a while. If you fly long haul, 
they put you in a seat that actually can become a flat bed. And because you're probably going to sleep in that, they give you a complimentary set of pajamas. First time I got the pajamas. Louis, when I got off the plane, I said, I got the pajamas. I'd seen the pajamas because sometimes people came through the curtain. I don't know why. <laughs> why you would, but they did in the pajamas. And we'd, we'd want to kill them. And, uh, and I'm like, Louis, I got the pajamas. And she's like, well, did you wear them? Wear them? I walked through economy with them on it because I wore them. And the list goes on and on. Here's the, here's, the, here's the thing. If you haven't ever flown upgraded, let me just, sorry to break it to you, but flying upgraded is better. <laughs> Jesus had just finished telling his followers all this and then he said, because he's just said it, he's just told them I'm leaving. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. He lives with you now and later will be in you. Let me show you the first upgrade. It's in the older part of the Bible, the recorded history before Jesus came, the Holy Spirit was, was there in the earth, and he would often come upon people and do something in a, a time, but then he would depart from them. And Jesus points to the very first upgrade of this Holy Spirit is that he will never leave you. In other words, you can actually live upgraded with the confidence and the assurance that God's Holy Spirit is accessible 24 7, 3. 65. You never have to say, oh, Holy Spirit, show up. It's like, hello, I'm here. I've always been here. There's another little clue here as well about how this is an upgrade. Is Jesus actually says, I'll ask my Father and He will give you another Advocate. In other words, I've come, abandoned heaven. I've come to earth to advocate for you, for all people. I'm going, but I'm going to send you another advocate, somebody that's going to speak on your behalf. And this word another means another of the same kind. Now, it's important to understand this distinction. Okay, let me, let me spell it out for you how this might look. I often have meetings in coffee shops. And if I'm going to meet, I might have back-to-back -back meetings. So person one, we meet 30 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever. And then person two, come and tag in. It's very efficient. It's called batching. Anyway, so I batch my meetings. And uh, so, so I get with a person, number one, hey, would you like a coffee? I get a, get a coffee. I go to the barista. I order a coffee. Now, I might, I might order a long black coffee for myself. Long black, great. Finish the meeting. Great tag, person number two, meeting. Okay, would you like a coffee? I like a coffee. I'm going to get the coffee. I'll get a coffee. I said to the barista, I'd like another coffee, please. And the barista says to me, okay, sure. Would you like another of the same kind or another of a different kind? You had a long black coffee. Maybe now you're going to move into an espresso coffee. Jesus, this, this to me is incredibly reassuring 
that, that the Father will send you another of the same kind. So rather than take our cues from lane eight or lane one, we take our cues from Jesus who actually by understanding Jesus, who He was, how He operated, what His purposes were, we get assurance from that. Well, He's saying, I'm gonna send you another of the same kind and He's gonna be operating with the exact same agenda. He's gonna be reading from the exact same playbook. So if you liked me, you're gonna like Him too. If you trusted me, you can trust Him too. If you came to me for stuff and I delivered on that, then you can come to the Holy Spirit for the same stuff because He's, he's another of the same kind. That doesn't sound like an upgrade, right? That just sounds like a switch. Jesus gone, Holy Spirit's in, and they're doing the same job. But here's where the upgrade comes in. Jesus was limited. I know, some of you are like, uh, I thought this was a Christian church. When Jesus walked the earth, if you wanted something from Him, you had to be where He was physically. You'd either have to pray that He would come to you or that you would be able to go to Him. But He was fully God and fully human. In other words, He was only in one place at one time. So when you read about the miracles that He did, they happened in a geographical location with a certain person or people. And here's the upgrade. The upgrade is that God's Holy Spirit, who's another of the same kind, has no geographical limitations. So, so He's where you are. And in fact, as a follower of Jesus, He's not just here, He actually wants to reside in you. This is an incredible upgrade. In fact, this caused Jesus to say this. Ready? This is bonkers. Now, I shared this with the team this morning. It's like, Jesus actually said to His followers, it's actually best for you that I go away. And you're like, uh, no, 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 I'll be the judge of that, thanks. Finally, Jesus has come to town. Finally, I've got a relationship with Him. Finally, I've realised He's the Son of God. Finally, I've committed to following Him. I've seen what He can do. I wanna be here with Him, near Him, seeing Him all the time. And He says, it's actually best for you that I go. And you're like, uh, are you sure? Yeah, because if I don't, the Advocate won't come. So as we start this series, here's my pro tip. <laughs> don't live a wackadoo life with the Holy Spirit and don't live a spirit-less life either because they're both mistakes, but instead live a spirit-led life. And so we're gonna look at what that, how this kind of plays out. Next week, I'm gonna teach about the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what I, yeah. The following week, uh, Rob Mason is gonna talk about spiritual gifts. There's 28 spiritual gifts. You probably only have three. I only have three. They're not gonna be the same three. And one of the keys to an effective life and, 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 and living out God's purposes in our life is identifying what those top three are in your life and then get good at using them. 
like, and better and better at using them. And then you'll start to see more effectiveness play out in your life. And then final week of this series, Steve Hall is going to teach about being filled with God's Holy Spirit, which might not look exactly like you think it looks, or it might look exactly like you think it looks. Well, I guess we'll find out. Today I want to talk about the presence of God's Holy Spirit, and I want to just quickly double-click on some more upgrades that we have access to because of the presence of God's Holy Spirit. And these are upgrades that God Himself describes, not just somebody. The first one is that God's Holy Spirit is a counsellor. Jesus said, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. Now, you're a little bit quiet this morning. I know it's because you're fully engaged and thinking and you're saying to yourself, man, this is deep. This is so good. Mark Pomery just keeps getting better. I understand. But we're going to break the, 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 the flow a little bit. But I'm going to teach you something, all right? Students, class, I'm going to teach you something. It's the 2023 adult leave the house checklist, all right? I'm going to demonstrate it and we do it again and you're all going to join in. All right, here's the checklist. It goes like this. Glasses, wallet, keys and phone, keys and phone. Okay, ready? On three, come with me. And one, two, three. Glasses, wallet, keys and phone, keys and phone. Am I right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you don't want me teaching your kindergarten kids. I appreciate that, but boy, did I just do you a solid. And here's the reality, because your phone will never leave you nor forsake you, if you want to get somewhere that you've never been before, you have the luxury of accessing your Maps app. Anyone use Waze, by the way? Anyone use Waze? What? Really? Oh boy, I just had some real fun fact to drop in your lap, but we'll just be wasted now. Well, Waze was an independent app that was launched. It not only told you navigation, but also told you traffic conditions. They knew if there was an accident somewhere, whatever. So, but Google bought it, as they do, the evil empire. And uh, anyway, so that's now, everyone tells you if there's tra- traffic problems, whatever. But they still use it as Waze. Well, this week, Waze added the feature that you can have Roger Federer as your voice in the app, in seven different languages, all the seven that Roger speaks. Anyway, Andrew, you're welcome. Anyone use a Maps app to navigate? Anybody? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. Great. Me too. I mean, please, let someone else do the heavy lifting, of course. But have you noticed that your Maps app only tells you the next step, not the next five? And has that ever frustrated you? I'm pretty sure it hasn't. Because you know that they'll tell you the next step when you need to know it. When you've successfully navigated the current step. Then they go, okay, great. They didn't say great. They just assume you did it. They are tracking you after all. And then they tell you the next step. And and you drive with the utmost confidence that despite that through the entire journey, you were only ever given the next step. You're not surprised when you arrive at the destination that you actually set out. You're like, 
Well, of course I did. They say, arrived. And you're like, duh. You knew all along that you would. Well, th this is like one of the best metaphors of God's Holy Spirit that I can even imagine. That God's Holy Spirit is available in your life to help you navigate. But He's probably only going to tell you the next step. But here's the thing. That's all you need to know. Now, let's pretend we're adults for a second. Because you can just ignore the next step when it's given to you. Or what do you know? Stupid Maps app, stupid Holy Spirit. It's not like you're omniscient or anything. You can defy it. It says, turn left in 200 meters. Left, no way, I'm going right. Like, you can't, like, you can. They don't, I mean, some Teslas do, but that's another story. The next upgrade is that God's Holy Spirit is a comforter. In fact, where I just showed you the New Living Translation, Jesus talks about another advocate in some other translations. It uses the word comforter. Because again, these are multiple facets of the exact same Holy Spirit. Jesus said, the Father will send you another comforter. Those of you from the US, we're not talking about your blankie that we here in Australia call a doona. In the UK, they call a duvet. It's not, a, it's not that sort of comforter. It's like a great family member or a great friend who makes sure that they are very much up in your business, especially when you're hurting, to offer you the sort of support that you're going to need to lean on because you, you're like, this is potentially going to break me if I have to go through this on my own. And in fact, God's Holy Spirit promises that when He comforts you, because this, this is, I mean, it's great to have a family or friend and God will actually often use a family or friend to provide you the comfort, you know, God in a bod kind of thing. But there's this other fourth dimension. The whole, God's Holy Spirit can actually bring, when you're hurting, bring and, and give you and me a peace that goes beyond all human understanding. This week I heard an interview as a couple and they were being interviewed about their journey that when the, the, the wife, they were re relatively newly married and when the wife was 26, she was diagnosed with breast cancer and uh, the husband was a similar age and uh, you know, just like incredibly challenging diagnosis. And she went through the procedures, double mastectomy, went through all the treatment and so on and so forth and the interviewer was like, like, just like, wow, like this must have been, you know, this is a big deal. And the interviewer asked the obvious question, you know, like, like were you shaken through this whole, this whole experience? And the wife answered on behalf of the couple and said, N -n never once. So the interviewer asked the absolute follow-up question that some of you are thinking. How in the world was that even possible that during this incredible, you know, tumultuous journey that you weren't shaken at all and they said literally this is what we did we wrote scriptures on cards and we pinned them up all over the house about God's promises of his presence and his comfort and his power and his healing just everywhere and and we were home a lot of the time we played worship songs on high rotation and and said that never once were we shaken and at all times through that entire journey, we felt the tangible presence 
of God's comfort. And they said that we didn't even fully understand. And here's the third one. Convictor. <laughs> yeah, right, great. You're on your mark, things were going so well and you had to throw a big wet blanket over everything. I'm good with the guidance. I'll take the comfort, but uh, <clears throat> the conviction, not so much. And this is even... I mean, you can get a milk crate and go and stand in the Hay Street Mall and, and, and yell at people and pretend that you're the convictor. Expect people who aren't followers of Jesus to live like they're following Jesus, which is like, huh? <clears throat> but actually, this, let's be honest, shall we? This can even be challenging for people who are followers of Jesus. Because this... <laughs> This is God's Holy Spirit following you around, with you and in you, 24-7, 365, occasionally saying, <clears throat> may I have your attention, please? That thing that you're thinking, saying, doing, it's not actually God's best. Not for you, not for the people around you. There's actually something better. And you're like, pesky Holy Spirit. And it's like, no, when you understand that anytime God uses His Holy Spirit to want to convict us of something, it's because He loves us. He recognizes that that thing is not going to help us live at the altitude that He wants us to live at. And so He actually wants us to <laughs> let go of some things, take on some new things that will actually cause us to go to a new, better, higher altitude. And the mature part of our journey is that we would actually pray this prayer. We would actually say, God, can You please show me regularly, even though it might be painful, Please show me anywhere, anywhere. Could be a blind spot, could be I'm just stubborn, could be I just got some bad habits that have been with me so long I send them a Christmas card every year. Could be anything. But God, show me, because I want to live upgraded. And I know that your Holy Spirit wants that for me even more than I might want that for myself. Okay. Hey, today's week one of our four-week series, uh, beginning of a new series. We'd like to catch you up. Or for those of you who are new, just we are catching you up. Uh, there's an app called the Bible app. That's the icon you'll see in your uh, phone store app thingy place. Uh, I know what it's called. I just like to act dumb every now and then. Uh, it's very hard for me. Um, you'll know it's an act. Uh, what you can do is you can scan this QR code and it'll take you to a feature they call My Church. 
in the Bible app and set Elevate Church as your church. And what we do is, and we'll be dropping one tomorrow, is we put up a, a reading plan, like a devotional plan, uh, that's actually tethered to what we've taught on the weekend. So Monday morning, I know it's a public holiday, doesn't mean you can't read your Bible, uh, is, um, is we'll be putting up a, um, a Bible plan uh, on the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I do this, like, it's like, I will be one of the people uh, jumping into this plan. And this, the great thing about this is just we go deeper and we go on the journey together. So it's free. Encourage you to do that. Love to see you on there. And um, over these next few weeks, let's, let's, let's get more effective running in lane four. We really hope you got a lot out of this message. If you live in the Perth area, we'd love for you to join one of our live experiences. For times and directions, as well as information, head to our website, elevatechurch.me. For those of you beyond the Perth area, we'd love for you to connect with our online experience, which premieres every Sunday via YouTube and Facebook Live, and on demand immediately after. And to partner with us to reach more people by giving financially, head to our website, elevatechurch.me and also download our Elevate Church AU app.